Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Nostalgia Mixtape, a podcast that celebrates all things that give us nostalgic feels from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, as well as new pop culture events with a throwback twist. I'm your host, Ty Gooden. Hello, everybody. This is Christina. And today we're going to talk about some of our favorite throwback universes from TV shows and movies that we wish we could exist in. But before we get into today's episode, please make sure you follow us on all the socials. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Nostalgia Mix Pod. And you can keep the conversation going with us with hashtag Nostalgia Mix Pod if you have any reactions to what we're saying or any additional thoughts of your own. Please make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. And we can also be found on Podbean as well. So before we get started, I know that we're a little off on our programming here. Didn't mean for that to happen so soon in this season. Um, that is completely my fault, guys. February was literally the the busiest month I've had in a long time. Um, February's I to, been a lot. Yeah, I went to a lot. LA. I was at a convention and I spoke at the convention I talked about before. Um, and that went well. And then I pretty much came back, had a birthday, turned around a couple of days later, left and went to Kayla's wedding. Um, and as we've mentioned before, Kayla is the awesome social media guru who did our logo for the podcast. So um, I went down to her wedding and it was a wonderful time and then came back and had a couple more days and my youngest daughter had a birthday and then we had a birthday party and so between all of that it just didn't quite sync up on my end so uh, thank you guys for being patient you guys and Christina for being patient but we are back on track and everything should be hopefully fingers crossed smooth sailing from here let's hope it's been a busy month for me as well my, mm-hmm. my mom's birthday was this month we went to Myrtle we took our first like family vacation went to Myrtle Beach for a weekend mm-hmm. and although it was cold we had a great time and between work shenanigans and that trip and just going back to my other side hustle job working at my local board of elections it's been a lot <laughs> so it's, it's just like everything is changing it feels like just everything in the world is changing so um you know, here we are. It's March, new month and all that jazz and looking forward to great things coming. But thank you guys for being patient with us because, um, you know, life happens, for lack of better words. Um, and we've just kind of been living. But the show's going to be great. So it's going to make up for us being gone for an extra week or two. So, yeah. Christina setting the expectation. I hope it does. <laughs> Christina may I mean, have I'm- some good things. I- I'm here for the most part. So... <laughs> I mean, not gonna lie, I kind of am too, but I'm geeked because like I got really excited about this podcast topic, so we're gonna have fun with it and hope you guys have fun with it too. Awesome. So what do you have for your recaps this week? You, I think you got a lot of stuff. You got a lot of stuff for you. Yeah, it's another week where it's like, oh my God, all the things are happening. But then again, we also like, again, have skipped a week. So here we are. Um... So a few like music anniversaries, um, one that's kind of funny and one that's awesome. Um, but Girl You Know Is True by Millie Vanilli celebrated its 30th anniversary. Like it's been 30 years since that song came out. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Millie Vanilli, but it was a duo <laughs> that came out way, way back when. And they won like the best new artist Grammy. Mm-hmm. And everybody loved them. And then <laughs> they did a concert and they were doing the song. And it the song... I will find the video because it's hilarious. But like the song literally starts skipping in the middle of them performing it on stage one night. And 
everybody just kind of panic and then everything fell apart like, and you find out later that Millie Vanilli won't actually sing it. The worst the thing songs. that has probably, one of the worst things that probably has ever happened in like the history of music. Like I cannot believe they won a whole Grammy and everything and these folks was not singing. Not how? singing a thing. And the how did you get away is, with that for that long? Like even back then, I don't understand how they got away with it for that long. Well, I don't even think it was that long because like they won the Best New Artist Grammy for Girl You Know It's True and that's the song where it all kind of fall apart. Like I don't even think they had two albums. But it's funny <laughs> because like I remember watching the Behind the Music of the two of them and like one of them actually can carry a tune. Like I don't know if he was like the world's greatest singer, but like why you got other people singing when at least one person in the group is capable? I mean, right. it doesn't make sense to me, but Yeah, whatever. you could have kind of judged that up with a little studio magic and made it happen. Exactly. I mean, that, that I mean, happens all the time now. There are a lot of people now that are, you know, have recording contracts and are prominent artists that don't sing that great. Don't I mean, you sing. Can find, yeah, you could find somebody in a local church that sings 10 times better than a lot of people that are on the radio now. But I mean... Exactly. It's about, do you have the appeal? And obviously they had the appeal. I mean, they were, you know, they had the look and everything like that down. So right. they were kind of like, already halfway there. This is the, probably the same era of, and everybody knows that I go hard for this song, but it's like the same era of Eddie Murphy doing party all the time. Eddie Murphy can't <laughs> sing, like, but they made it work somehow. And that song is a smash. So I don't know why you couldn't do what you were doing for Eddie Murphy and done it for Millie Vanilli and then they could have gone on and stuff. Like, they ended up giving their Grammy back. They did. It was, the it was messed up. Like, I'm laughing, Cat but honestly, God, it just ended up being sad in the end. It was. That video um, was funny, though. I know the exact video you're talking about. <laughs> They're, like, doing the dance from the video and then all of a sudden you hear, girl, you know it's girl, you know it's girl, oh, you know it's. Man. And the dude That's just so kind of, like, runs off stage because <laughs> he's like, I don't know what to do. They should have had a good, they should have had a backup plan. Like this, somebody should have known. Like what happens? Let's just say the track messes up or something like that. Like what do we do? How do we recover from this? But how I don't do know. Not, how do you recover? <laughs> I don't. I don't think you can. But like, how do you not prepare for that eventuality? How do you not like, like you said, have a plan B? How do you? I mean, because eventually like, somebody's have... going to find out that it's not you singing. Like that, it's, it's impossible to think that you were going to get away with that for a long time. Like, I'm surprised that they even got away with it as long as they did. I just don't see how that how that works. Like, here's my thing. Like, so, okay. Now, I love Britney Spears. I'm going to go here. But like, every time you see her in concert, oh, dear. like if you see her in concert on TV or if you see her, I've got dog hair on me. If I sound muffled, I'm trying to get it off of my face. Um, but like, every time you see her in concert or see her doing a performance somewhere, you know she's not singing. Like, everybody knows she's not singing. And yeah. it's the same runs every single time, right? Like, mm-hmm. the the runs that she does and what she sings does not change anytime she sings any song ever. It's the same track from when she recorded it. Cool. We all know this, right? right. Why couldn't they, like, switch it up so it didn't seem so obvious? Like, how did somebody not catch this beforehand, if that makes sense? Like, I mean, they just didn't even try. <laughs> It's just, guys. It's like, these guys, they look good. They they fit what people will want to see. They got like, you know, star quality and everything. So we're just going to put a track behind them and just let it ride. And we cannot mess this up. Like, it's not going to mess up because it just can't. And I'm like, who thinks like that? <laughs> you had the dumbest of dummies behind you. Uh, 
<laughs> so yeah, thirty year anniversary of that catastrophe scandal music apocalypse thing. Uh, I just find it funny. The behind the music is actually pretty compelling. When behind the music was a thing, which I wish behind the music was still a thing. Me too. Um, but if you can find the behind the music to that, you should definitely watch it. It's a great piece of uh, music history, for lack of better words. Um, so along with other anniversaries, so that was the 30th. Now we're going to do the 20th anniversary of Back That Thing Up. Yes. Which, like, greatest song, hip-hop song ever. Forever, oh ever. Gosh. And ever, ever. Just one of the songs, um, like the song of all songs. Love it. Like, all you have to hear in the club is taking over for the 9-9 and the 2000s and everybody goes nuts. You can and literally don't be go in nuts, your car getting ready to drive off. And if you hear that from outside, like you're trying to get back inside. Right. There's no way you're leaving and that song comes on. Like you cannot leave when that song comes on. Like if you're at the bar, like you stop trying to order the drink that you were trying to order. Like if you're trying to holler at somebody, like you stop doing that. Like right. it's a... It's called action. You hear taking over for the nine nine and the two thousand, and you hear the strings at the beginning, and you're like, you know what right. time it is. Um, and also, the fact that that song has strings in it is just—it's <laughs> always been super dope to me. Like, right? I love um, it. It just—it just proves the mastery of the guy that produced it, who I'm fairly certain it was Manny Fresh, because Manny Fresh has always kind of been like a pretty solid producer. There's actually a video that's been floating around. Um, the interwebs i've seen it on twitter quite a few times i guess they performed during like the mardi gras weekend Mm -hmm. um and they and it's like manny fresh and juvenile and like a dude with a stand-up bass and a chick with a violin playing the beat to that on those instruments and like they start playing it and it's only like half the song so it sounds a little weird because there's elements of the songs that are missing yeah. and then Manny Fresh starts rapping and you're like holy crap this is hot like I wish they would just have a video of them just doing the entire song with just the strings um, it's so dope so so that so sounds dope. dope I feel like I haven't seen uh, that so I do want to see that um, I will find it on Twitter put it in the notes and put it on the Twitter timeline so y'all can see that and enjoy it. Speaking of random things, did you see the video I posted yesterday? What'd you post? Uh, So (laughs) this is not a part of my nostalgia recap, but I need Ty to know about this. I found a video, I guess it was at an award show or something, Mm -hmm. of Jaleel White and B. Arthur on stage together. (gasps) Oh, okay, okay. Yes, (laughs) I have seen that floating around doing the Urkel and I'm like, you know what? That is a lot of different, just like nostalgic fave things all coming together to make one big nostalgic like ball of stuff like it's a lot it <laughs> is so a lot much but in it video. is awesome because <laughs> she is up there killing it she's doing the like laugh and honk thing she's doing the dance and she's getting it even though she's going the wrong way and she's also like two feet taller than Jaleel White so it right. also looks strange <laughs> <laughs> it is a very it's a very weird video like it is weird in the absolute best way possible there's been a few things. There's been that. And then I found out that B. Arthur is a Marine or was a Marine because she's deceased. But like right. one of the first female Marines ever. And I'm just like. That blew my mind. I did not why know Why are that. you so awesome? Right. Like, why? Uh, I bet there's all sorts of stuff that we don't know about the Golden Girls. Probably we should do an episode on them because they are. Oh, we definitely got to do amazing. an episode on the Golden Girls because I've been going back and like rewatching some of the because it's on Hulu and I'm just mm-hmm. on Hulu watching like all the old TV. I, I know Hulu is supposed to be to like keep up with 
shows that are currently on and stuff like that. But I find myself watching more old TV than anything because, like, I've went back and like laughed at some Save by the Bell episodes, and then I've been watching Adam's Family a lot too. Because love I love the Adam's, the Adam's family. family. I love the Adam's you Family. Like, I love Morticia really Adams. She's like family. my favorite. Oh. She is she is pretty awesome, I'm not gonna lie. Um so we have veered off the beaten path, but yes, we have. um so do we last we were talking about we were talking about back there, so if I don't know how we right. got to <laughs> So I have an I have a question. Okay. Do you prefer the edited version of Back That Thing Up or do you like the unedited version? Unedited version. Without See, I like a doubt. The edited version better. Well, not the unedited, I meant to say edited. Sorry, edited version. Okay. So much better. Because there are definitely because some songs like the, that where... If I'm not mistaken, the unedited version doesn't even have taken over for the 99 and the 2000 in the beginning. I don't it? think it does either. Like, I think and then it also doesn't have Lil Wayne going like, wobbly, wobbly. I ain't gonna do a whole bunch of it because I ain't trying to get sued. But, you know, when he does that at the end, I don't think that I don't think the unedited version has that either. Okay, like, I just, just wanted not to make sure we were on the same side. Because there are some... There are definitely some hip-hop and R&B songs where the edited version is better and that it version it just feels different um and that's one of the songs where like the radio edit is much better right um so i mean the lyrics just seem sure. like they just flow together better in they the edited do. version they really do um not even gonna lie like i 100 agree it's I've like jay-z's debate. can i get a what what like yeah no i don't if you play the unedited version of that song i'm like can you play something else because it just right. doesn't like yeah, it doesn't so sound to, the same I'm so used to watching the video and it just being, can I get a what, what, or. So, like, when you play the edited version, the unedited copy of it, I'm just like, this this doesn't sound right to my ears. It sounds jarring. Right. Um, so, yeah, and it sounds yeah. extra, too. Like, it just seems like it's just, I don't know. Something about like it seems a lot hard. extra. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, it just, it, it's, it freaks of a little trying too hard. Not that right. I'm saying that they are trying too hard, but it, like just it just sounds weird you know another um, so, song that's like that too um gosh it's one of those that, sorry i'm my pop culture stuff is is usually off in some things but i think it's nick jonas like his song jealous i like really? the i like the edited version of it but the unedited version just was... sounds yeah like there's an unedited version of it and it's just like a lot of like unnecessary like cursing in there for no reason and like, I'm like a 12 year old trying to curse for the first time right yeah it's like what what are you doing like and i actually really like that song or whatever i love the radio version or whatever but then i listened to the i forgot how i ran across the i probably ran across it on spotify or something and i was just like uh i don't like this it just made it seem like a completely different song i didn't even know that that was a thing like mm-hmm. now i'm gonna have to go back and listen to it because now i'm now i'm intrigued speaking of the jonas brothers I have never been a fan of the Jonas Brothers, like ever. I think mm-hmm. they were a little bit after my time, but their new video and new song for Sucker is adorable because one, the song's dope. Two, yeah, I like they've the got song. their like girlfriends and wives and stuff in it. So like Priyanka Chopra is in it, and um, Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones is in it, and they're just all doing silly things and being ridiculous. And there's a for some odd reason a director's cut of the video that's even more ridiculous than the original version of the video. So oh, cute. Uh, if you like, there's the director's cut opens with like the girls and like a VW bug clown car looking thing. Actually, no, all six of them are in the car and they're just kind of doing donuts in the middle of like this castle like square and like there's a butler at the front door like you guys are nuts like and i'm afraid you're gonna hit me (laughs) (laughs) 
but just a fun video. The girls look gorgeous. The guys look great. The songs cute and kitschy so you know i'm a fan of it but can't really say i'm a jonas brothers fan but you should definitely check that out um so moving on um <laughs> so i don't know if you saw this i think it was last week maybe the week before last um somebody was doing this thing called the rihanna horoscopes which was pretty amazing um yes i know rihanna's <laughs> fairly a newer artist in terms of like the scope of our podcast but um i thought this was dope um and you know how like people she still fits though because remember she came out in 2005 yeah she's been around Mm -hmm. for way longer than most people think she has um right but uh you know people do horoscopes or do funny things based on like people's astrological signs and stuff like that and somebody was like so this is the end all be all where you google like what rihanna was wearing on the day that you were born and that's your horoscope and it brought out some of like the dopest rihanna outfits ever and i think i have the best one because i have my birthday is june the third and so that is either the day or technically the day before uh well the day after she wore the like sheer swarovski crystal dress Mm -hmm. with the like head wrap that was like pretty much see-through and that's literally one of the best outfits she's ever worn in her life. Um, and like people were mad because like you could literally see things because it was very, very sheer. But she killed that outfit. I don't think anybody else could have, you know, pulled that outfit off and been like, and what? You can see through this dress. What you gonna say? What you gonna do about it? <laughs> like, Absolutely um, nothing. Which is Yeah, I feel like, like when I looked up a couple of mine... I mean, there weren't like any ones that really stood out, stood out. And I think the reason why is because Rihanna's birthday is the day after mine. Ah. So, you know, a lot of her outfits, I mean, they were still really cute or whatever. Because, of course, I mean, anything that she wears looks infinitely better than it does on the average human. But you know how it is. I mean, like, she's kind of waiting for the next day for her actual birthday to get like all zhuzhed up and super cute and stuff like that. that. So I feel like that's probably like the most, like February 19th, Rihanna is probably the most chill Rihanna. Not unless, you know, she's like doing a whole weekend marathon thing. Like, I wish I could have found photos from her when she like celebrated her 30th or something like that. Because she probably would have looked super fly because it would have been the day before, you know, she might have like been out at a club event or something like that or like rung in her birthday somewhere or whatever. But yeah, I mean, she still had on some nice outfits. I saw that. People people brought up some great stuff. Like, she's just... She does Rihanna's not miss. just everything, man. She very, I mean, rarely, rarely misses, especially if you're talking about looking at maybe the past... I don't know, 10 years or something like that. Mm. She really hasn't had any misses like that when it comes to fashion. She's like, she's, and she's trying to change the game when it comes to fashion because I'm fairly certain, you know, she's got the Savage Fenty line, which I love. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, she's got Fenty Beauty and there's talks of her doing like front, like house furniture and um, like more fashion and expanding her, you know, makeup line and just doing all, like she's got, People are looking at like the patent office and looking at things that like the patent office is registering under her name. Like she ain't. I'm sorry, y'all ain't getting no music no time soon. <laughs> right? She's I mean, got that's too much fine. Other stuff you know, like, that's one of the things that's been irritating me about the whole Rihanna thing is that like, dude, leave her alone. She literally was a music machine for years, right. pumping out one out album, album after the other one year. after the other one. You know, like she's enjoying other things she's got her billionaire boo that she hanging out with she's expanding right. her empire and stuff like that because she realizes she's got forward vision she's realizing that you know 
facts are facts. And I mean, 30 years from now or whatever, there's going to be another class of new and up and coming artists and stuff, but you're not going to be the hot thing out there no more. So you right. got to build something that's going to last past, you know, you looking cute and past you being, you know, a, a R&B or a pop star and everything like right. that. Like she's truly building a brand. And if she comes out with home stuff, I need couches. Brianna, so if you want to come out with some couches and a dining room table, I'll I'll have a fancy couch and a fancy dining room table and I'll replace my curtains and stuff like that. You want to come out with some garden tools? I'll be back there planting stuff in my backyard with my fancy shears, cutting stuff. Like I need it all. I need yes. throw pillows. I need bedding. I need a uh, Rihanna Fenty uh, headboard. I need like IKEA style furniture from well, not IKEA style Ooh, furniture, I bet you'd but be like in beautiful a colors dresser. too. Oh, oh. Yes, um, I mean like her palettes me. and stuff like that are so beautiful. So I know the colors would be dope. Oh, I'm just thinking me about it already. All of the things, please. Um, just just give them give give me all the things. I will buy all the things. I actually want some more Fenty Beauty myself um, and more Savage Fenty. Oh, I Fenty. love Fenty Beauty. It's, and it's my I current addiction. Uh, that gloss bomb is like the best thing ever. I got the little mini kit that comes with like a highlighter and a mini gloss bomb. And I'm like, I yeah. need to go back to Sephora to get me a full size gloss bomb because it's literally the best lip gloss ever in the history of the world. So go get you one. Yep. It'll change your last life. week. <laughs> Got in two colors. Jealous. Oh, yeah. I want to try the other colors. And I want to try the stunning lip paint in that black color because I love the color black. Um, man, I've been talking for a very, very long time. All right. So let's move on for my last thing so we can get in and get out and on the way. Um, so Regina King, finally, mm-hmm. finally, finally yes. won an Oscar. Um, and I say finally only because we've known Regina King. Since 227. And- since forever so 227 has been a very very long time you know Mm -hmm. she was in i saw somebody say that they forgot that she was in friday and i'm like how do you forget that she's in friday like i don't right i don't understand how you forget that um she was riley and huey on the boondocks and like Mm -hmm. again i posted the video before of her doing the voice to riley and huey and it's funny how she goes back and forth i really want the boondocks to come back it's probably not ever going to happen it's not but we can dream Yes, a girl can dream. Um, and I just stand her. And it's great because, like, did she win the first award that night? I think she won the first award that night. And it was just like, she won. And then Ruth Carter won for Black Panther. And then mm-hmm. Hannah Beachler won for Black Panther. And then Mahershala Ali won. And right. then Black Panther got another Oscar for best score. And it was just like the first hour and like 15 minutes, the hour right. and a half. Right. It was just like so much like just black joy. Blackity black. Oh. And then, like, everybody else in between them were other people of color like i think the people that got best short were of asian descent um mm-hmm. somehow and then a free solo one which is ha- which has some people of color right. behind and it then and then you so had into like, the spider-verse too you know which yes. was a big win and a well-deserved win or whatever i love that movie i stand that movie and i'm so sad that like it's theatrical run is about to be over because i want to see it again yeah you have to <laughs> um, see it like anybody that's listening like that has week. not seen it in the theater, you have to Go. see it in the theater. Like it is just designed. And usually I try, I'm not a, don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not like a snob or anything like that about, you know, you have to see movies in the theater because you don't have the same experience. But honestly, this is one, if you can at all, like see it in a the theater, you definitely want to see it there because it's just designed for that type of experience. Yeah. You know, it's so bright and colorful. And it's like, 
a comic book on the screen in a way that right. some of the other Marvel movies aren't. Uh, fair warning, if you have photosensitivity issues, might not be the movie for you. There's right. some things at the end that yeah. are a little bit crazy. But uh, beautiful movie, great movie, um, deserved it. It really sucks that Stanley died last year because I'm fairly certain he would be rolling around like... I can't say that because oh this God. is a family-friendly podcast, but he would be so overjoyed to see that two of his properties won four Golden Globe—I mean, four Oscars—last right. week. Like, so amazing! Oh, I, God, I was just so happy for Regina because I'm like, yes, finally! Yes. I've been saying for years how people she just hasn't gotten her fair due in terms of getting mm-hmm. that overall recognition. Like, I feel like we, as a community, and when I'm saying me, we, I mean like. Like people, <laughs> I feel like we have, you know, always recognized her, her worth and her talent and everything like that. But to see her kind of get it on that larger platform, because as much as people can say, oh, well, ultimately awards don't matter, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's, yeah, they do. it's easy for us to say that because that's not our realm, you know, right. like, or it's easy for people who are not in the music industry to say that, oh, well, Grammys don't matter. But when you've worked in that realm, you want that type of recognition. Right. And there's also, you know, not only for yourself or whatever, for your own esteem and to to build yourself up or whatever but it also can help you build a career if you play your mm-hmm. cards right or whatever because right. adding you know academy award winner and whatever winner to your name makes a mm-hmm. difference it really does. It, does it makes a difference in terms of the types of roles you get the pay that you get and everything mm-hmm. so it's really going to help her take things to the next level and she, you gotta remember she's been at this for what 30 a years very 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 you know very long. like i didn't know she was as like, old as like she was i think life. she's yeah i think she's about 47 and she's been in the game about 30 some odd years like 30 maybe years. a little bit over 30 yeah. years um just killing the game i can't wait to get a copy of if bill street could talk i am going to go get another copy of black panther because i want a copy that says winner of three golden three oscars i don't know why i keep saying golden globes um but yeah like Ooh, i'm I so thought about that oh yeah i'm gonna have to get me another copy too mm-hmm. just Can so I you wait. can have that so you can have that flex on the front Yes, mm-hmm. the smooth flex, like yes, God, like just and the rest of the Golden Globe. The, there I go again. The rest of the Oscars were trash. Um, <laughs> the last See, hour that's why I don't watch ago. award shows. What I do trash. is I I keep up with updates on Twitter. I go to like YouTube and stuff like that, and I look at like speeches and like wins and stuff because they're gonna post all that stuff on social media mm-hmm. anyway. I yeah. decided like two years ago that I was just not gonna sit through no more award shows because I just yeah. they last too long. Some parts are boring. Like there are only certain well, awards that I care about, so I just I want to so, know who won the things that I care about and the things that I don't care about. I just don't want to hear. You know. Well, that's part of the reason why I watched most of it because I was really hoping. Black Panther took home the three awards that I wanted it to take. So I watched most of that. Well, like all of that. Like mm-hmm. I said, the first hour and some change were pretty much lit. Um, and so to see Regina King's speech and all that stuff, it, the Oscars were actually really, really good without a host. Um, they didn't drag on as long as I thought they were going to. Like they That's what didn't, I heard. They didn't really go over. You know, they typically go over by like 20 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. And then they got to try to wrap it up at the end. Um, but because they didn't have a host, they saved that time and didn't. I think they went over maybe five minutes, if that much. Um, so went pretty, pretty fast. Didn't feel weird without a host. Um, the presenters were pretty hilarious, especially when, um can't remember that girl's name, but her and Brian Tyree Henry came out in these ridiculous outfits. Uh, Melissa McCarthy? Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't understand why I can never remember her name because this is the second time I can't remember her name. So Melissa McCartney and Brian Tyree Henry came out in these yes. absolutely ridiculous costumes. She had all of the stuffed animals. 
And Brian Tyree Henry came out in this like ridiculously looking too small period, co- like too small on yes. purpose. Like speaking of people costume. that need more recognition, yes. Like, let's let's give him some let's give him some some rounds of applause and some things, uh, please, because yes. he has been acting acting like he's in everything it. that he's been in. He is killing it right now, and he's I just I can't her, wait. So you know, right? You know, again, I can't wait until the day where he just gets that gets that shine and recognition that he deserves. So talented. Absolutely. Um, They came out looking ridiculous and were hilarious together to present Hannah Beachler her award for best um, costume design, Mm -hmm. which she deserved because she's been in this game forever. Her first movie was School Days. Like, she's been around. Like, she did Malcolm X. She's done so much stuff with Spike Lee. Oh, and Spike won his first Oscar. Right. Was presented his first Oscar oh, by and I just, Jackson. I just love that Morehouse Bros, you know, and stuff Ooh. like that. Like, it's so dope to me. Like, he gave Samuel L. Jackson his first job, and Samuel right. L. Jackson turns around so many years later to give him his first Oscar. Right. And literally seeing Spike Lee walk up in that purple suit to honor Prince and jump up and into just Samuel jump up L. Jackson. Hug him. Like, uh, I love that moment. Just so much emotion and that friendship and camaraderie. Like you said, I mean, that's kind of that kind of brought them full circle. And the fact that both of them are Morehouse men, you know, and stuff, they just got all of these ties together. Like, that's just so. That was awesome. Yeah, I definitely, when I found out he won, like, I immediately went out there searching because I I wanted to see the video. So, And also, Spike Lee is just full of all just the wonderful shade. And I just, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just, I love him for being wonderfully shady and everything because he just, he he is me when it comes to so many things. I love Spike Lee. Like, just so, just for the most part, overwhelmingly good. There were definitely some low moments, but... I'm, well, that's cool. I'm Issa Rae. I'm here for everybody black. So Yeah, um, I just, I don't know. It's just me, guys. I'm just weird. I just don't want to sit through an award show anymore. So I think that's just how I'm going to... No, no, no that's totally That's valid. just how I'm, I'm going probably... to consume award shows from this point forward. Like, I'm just going to keep up with them on social media, check on the things that I care about, and watch, like, clips of things that, again, I, you know, I actually want to see later on. Yeah. I mean, that's totally valid. I don't fault you for it. Um, I was highly invested because everybody knows how much I stand for Black Panther. So I wanted to be present and accounted for but next year i'm i don't care um y'all can have it uh but i was just super excited about regina winning and everybody else winning so congrats regina king we love you so much so much like she's gonna be when we are older she's gonna be like the harry belafonte sydney portier of our generation Mm-hmm. when she is that age like that's that's where her status is going to be um years from now obviously but that's that's where she's gonna sit like in that much honor and reverence we do so now we honor her like that now but right like, that's who she is for us like like um, getting those lifetime recognition yeah awards and stuff i i see that i totally see that um so yeah all right, I'm done. 30 minutes later. What's that? <laughs> well, um, as usual, I have all the things. I'll try not uh-huh. to be overly long or whatever. Otherwise, we'll be here forever. But the first thing I saw, um, I had briefly randomly heard about it. And I want to thank Kia, uh, who is one of our listeners. And I, I love Kia so much. She's um, one half of Two Dead Chicks, which, which is a Walking Dead podcast. Um, it is actually the only Walking Dead podcast that I listen to and I love. She brought it back up to me again on um, social media about a Netflix documentary about the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And I saw so, it. It's in my queue I mean, now. 
you know, it's kind of pretty much on the nose with the name. It's called The 2000s. And it just talks about like highs and lows and culture shifts and, you know, technology and stuff like that that happened pretty much from 2000 through 2009. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm thinking that maybe we should check it out between now and the next episode. And then maybe when we come back for our our next episode, we talk about it during our nostalgia recap, just kind of our thoughts. Cause I'm curious to see, of course, whenever it comes to like throwback and nostalgic type things, I want to see how much or what kind of lens that it's filtered through, you know, like, is it going to be telling the story of the two thousands primarily through a white lens and through the white experience, or is it going to be a little bit more, you know, it's going to be, you know, a little bit more diverse. And what are some things that, we kind of wish were included and what are some things that maybe we'll find out that or we'll think about that we hadn't thought about in years that we've discovered so yeah I think maybe we should do that we should watch it and then talk about it I will do my best uh (laughs) I make no promises only because I am in the middle of my Game of Thrones like my annual Game of Thrones rewatch oh right right because it is about that time and it's about to be the final season so that takes precedent over everything, but I will do my absolute best. Is it like a series or is it like a, a movie? It's like a movie. Like it's like just like a thing. straight up documentary or whatever. I wonder how long okay. it is. I wasn't sure if it was like a series or if it was like just a like a documentary. Oh, wait a minute. I think it piece. is I think it is episodes. Oh. Hmm. Ew. And you know, I'm looking at it now and I see one episode with, with featuring Barack Obama and then I see and another Vanessa? episode that's got Beyonce's face on it. So it's some black in there. It's some okay. black in there. Yeah, I think I'll try to, you know, I can't promise now that I know that it's that long that I can watch the right. whole thing, but maybe I'll skim through a couple of, or go through a couple of episodes, pick out a couple of episodes and kind of see what's in there, you know, what we could talk about and give some thoughts. Like I'll definitely check yeah. out a couple and, and report back. for the next episode i I make i will do my best is what i will say is that's what i got for you um i will do my best i am going to be skipping right over the 9-11 episode i'm not gonna put myself yeah i mean it's a couple of things that Um, i'm definitely not gonna rehash and live through again or whatever like just for things like that but more the fun bits because that's kind of what we do so i mean anything focusing on music pop culture and stuff like that yeah i'm definitely gonna check that out or whatever Mm -hmm. so you guys can count on that and i may actually just kind of peek in and maybe include it a little bit in my recap over the next few episodes to just kind of talk about some different things that i point out I'll, i'll get it all figured out but i'll definitely be checking it out and reporting back to you guys Oh, wait, the plot. So I'm looking at the episode titles and like one and two are the platinum age of television part one and two. And part Mm -hmm. two talks about great shows like The Daily Show and The West Wing. And I don't know if I've talked about how much I love The West Wing, but The West Wing Mm -hmm. is like one of my favorite TV shows ever. So I'll be watching that episode. I'm actually going to go ahead and download that. I can't promise I'm going to watch them all, but I definitely want to check it out because I mean obviously it's right up our alley like I love seeing stuff like that because it kind of reconfirms that like guys we totally belong here because Mm -hmm. people are talking about and they're nostalgic things literally you cannot get on social media or anywhere for a day and not see something that's tied to some type of nostalgia so I love stuff like that yeah but I'll definitely check it out and report back there's an episode about the push presidency and I really hope that the video of that dude throwing a shit with him this is not a statement on whether I like George George W. Bush or not. But, but that was, that was, a, shoot on rid- that was such a ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> Both shoes. And I was like, oh, Lord, this man is going in. What is happening? Y'all know but I'm yeah, messy. We'll, we'll check it out and we'll see what happens with it. 
So the next thing I saw, um, Consequence of Sound, which is they cover music, pop culture, all that stuff like that. They posted that MC Hammer is actually doing a house party tour. Um, and so I'm the confused. tour is going to have MC Hammer, En Vogue, uh, Cisco, Color Me Bad, Coolio, Two Live Crew, and a couple of other folks that I can't think of. I think Dougie Fresh and a couple of other people. And that is just, it's just... It spans like a really wide, wide variety of people or whatever. Like you've got some eighties thrown in there. You've got Cisco who is definitely more of a late nineties, early two thousands. And then you've got some nights of definite nineties people in there or whatever. So see, that's what I was going to say is because it seems like some of these people don't operate in the same realm of not necessarily the same realm, but the same band of pop right. culture. So it's going to be a little weird, but it just depends on how they, you know, format the show and whatnot. Yeah, I'm interested to see. What I think they probably should do with it, since it is kind of doing like that house party vibe, if they did smaller venues, like a Fillmore yeah. or something like that, like mm. I can see it working there because then it kind of has more of a kickback vibe to it or whatever. But I don't see them yeah. necessarily doing it in like a arena or a coliseum or a concert space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seems a bit, seems like a bit much. It needs to be slightly more, like a little more intimate than just right massive, huge venue. Yeah. So, so I mean, okay. I don't know any of the details. Yet, I don't even know if there are any re- a lot of details out there or whatever, because I didn't get a chance to dig around that much. But it is a thing that actually exists. And we will include a link in the show notes. So that way, if you guys are interested, you can check it out, see where they're going, see what cities they're going to. Um, speaking of tours, there is a big concert coming to my area where I live in, in Virginia. Um, some people may or may not know, but Pharrell is actually from Virginia Beach and Missy Elliott is from Portsmouth like it's a lot like that whole collective like that little collective right there a lot of them are from Virginia so Pharrell is trying to bring some folks to to the area whatever so he's launching this thing called something in the water um it's a festival that he's doing with Missy Elliott is going to have Janelle Monae it's going to have Travis Scott Migos um a couple of other I think Migos. Hopefully I didn't misspeak there. I'm pretty sure Migos was on the um, lineup too, but a lot of great people that are coming. And unfortunately I can't go that weekend and it's killing me because the tickets really aren't that expensive. I think Mm -hmm. for like a general admission for the whole weekend, um, I think it's like 150 or something like that for the ticket. But when you really think about it, if you were going to go see Janelle Monae by herself and you wanted a decent seat, you'd be paying about that much. Yeah. Probably. If not more. Exactly. And I can't go that weekend because I'm actually going to be in Tampa at a leadership conference. And I'm so, so bummed because I want to see if I didn't see anybody else there. Like, I want to see Pharrell. I want to see Janelle Monet, But I definitely want to see Missy Elliott. Like, you guys know how much we absolutely just love and adore Missy Elliott. And so I am so sad that I can't go, guys, because it would have been awesome to be able to go and cover for the podcast. But, you know, I was all hype about it. And as soon as I scrolled down and saw the dates, because it's the last weekend of April, I was like, no, (laughs) why do things have to happen at the same time other things are happening? Hmm. But I'll be able to make that. If you guys can go and and make it happen, if you're anywhere near the area, like that's going to be absolutely dope. And he's got a setup where he's wanting it to be like an annual thing. So, you know, I think if this year goes well and people don't, you know, Virginia Beach doesn't Virginia Beach and act up, then there should be future concerts. So, you know, if you can't make it this year, hopefully next year will right. be good. And I'm hoping that Missy Elliott will also make it a thing to come pretty often, considering right. that she's a VA native and everything come out each year, show love and everything. Like I could see her every year and be perfectly fine with that. 
I am so here for it. And since I know it's at the end of April, I might try to make it because that sounds like a wang thing doodle of a time. Plus, like, hopefully, you know, Pharrell's a reputable dude and he's always done things decency and in order. So, mm-hmm. you know, we won't get no fire festival shenanigans happening. Yeah, no, I think no, it's going to be. Dope. I doubt that's going to happen. Cannot I think, wait. yeah, Virginia Beach has just kind of been lagging behind. Like they used to mm-hmm. have this, you know, the big college beach weekend and all that stuff like that. And a lot of that stuff has just died out over the years. Certain incidents happen. Um, there's a lot of updating and stuff that they're trying to do right now down by the oceanfront because a lot of it is a little bit outdated. Um, and mm-hmm. they're losing people to Myrtle Beach and to other places like that. So I think they're really trying to boost that, you know, boost the oceanfront area over there and stuff. So. I think it's dope. And, and, you know, I really hope that, again, I hope people don't, you know, get out there and act like they've never been anywhere before and that it can become like an annual thing. Yeah. Hmm. Might have to. Yeah. I'm gonna try to make that. We're gonna make it happen. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll keep we'll keep you guys updated and see how it goes. And hopefully if Christina can go, she could post some post some pictures, you know, kind of recap her experience and how she enjoys it. Um. So the next thing I have is that. Russian Doll, which a lot of people have been talking about over the past couple of weeks, um, is a series on Netflix. Um, it's really, really good. Uh, and I want to make sure, hopefully I'm saying her name right. Uh, Latasha Leon. Is that how you say her last name? I think it's Leon. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys will probably remember her from uh, Orange is the New Black, but she stars in that series. And it's not a nostalgia based series because you can you can obviously tell it's modern day. They have cell phones and all of that jazz. But it just has this really to me, it has this really cool undercurrent of like an 80s vibe a lot of it is the music because a lot of the music is like 80s you know techno mm-hmm. and electronica and stuff but mm-hmm. also the aesthetics the way they're dressed and everything like that also has this really strong 80s vibe to it um there's nothing in the story that really ties it into that experience they do a couple of flashbacks to the main characters you know childhood and stuff like that but she's around our age so that even then that would have been in the 90s um right yeah so i don't know why it has that 80s you know undercurrent and stuff like that but it's really good um it's a short watch i actually watched the entire series when i was on my flight out to la uh i think it's like eight episodes and you know the episodes aren't long or anything like that most of them are like yeah like 25 to 30 minutes so basically you can watch it within like a you know a couple hours or so and you're done I haven't finished it. I've definitely watched probably about half of it at this point. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. I love Natasha Leon. Like she's been in so many things that I've enjoyed her in, including Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Um, and she's just amazing. So I'm glad to see her having her own show. And she's kind of nuts in the show. She and, is. You know, that's uh, kind of I mean, my vibe. This role so. is like so made for her though. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really and truly is made for her. Um, so yeah, I'll be finishing that up soon trying to squeeze it in amongst like the 85 other things i'm watching like game of thrones and the lorena bobbit documentary docuseries on amazon prime which is really good but there's one need to watch that you know what i think lorena bobbit and people like that are folks that when we were growing up folks made a lot of fun of them and stuff but then as you get older and you kind of revisit those stories and stuff Mm -hmm. a lot of it's pretty tragic you know, and, and, having... and you know, and a bit sad and everything like that because you really now as an adult looking at it through adult eyes, you kind of see the the down the downfalls of it, you know, and everything, and it's, it's suddenly not so funny. I anymore. was having the same conversation about this with somebody else at work, and I was mm-hmm. talking about Lorena Bobbitt, and 
if I wasn't thinking about it, I could name her name. Monica Lewinsky. Like, yeah. back then, you're like, ugh, Monica Lewinsky. But now you're like, wait. <laughs> right. This is yeah, not you her look fault. Back at it, you're like, yo, this is, this is some really messed up stuff. Like, right. it, it's really messed up. Same thing with, like, uh, oh, man, her name is escaping me. But the lady with, with Al Green or whatever, like, that's... Mm-hmm bad you know really bad stuff and not to get dark and twisty on you guys for a second but i mean that just popped in my mind when you said that about lorena bobbitt it's like dude some of this stuff is tough to watch you know now looking you know now that you're looking at it through you know through an adult perspective it's like oh she did what she did because she's crazy no she did what she did because she was being abused like it's a proportional response to Mm -hmm. what she was going through at the time and it just gives you a completely different perspective on what was happening at that time and like details that I didn't know because I was super young when that situation happened um but like it's amazing how time changes your perspective and it changes the way you view things and it's weird because like not really weird but one of the things they touched on is like the way for lack of better words the way we treat women now is drastically different than the way we would treat them 20, 30 years ago um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to abuse and relationships with people and infidelity and all that other stuff. Like the world has changed a lot. We've still definitely got a long way to go, but um, we've definitely made some strides in the right direction. And it would be interesting to see, not that I want people to go through the same situations, but it would be interesting to think about if those situations had happened now, how we would respond to it. Um, So yeah, sorry about that. Sad segue. We're not we're not the sad podcast. We're the fun podcast. So we are the fun podcast. And speaking of fun things, our podcast patron Saint Janet Jackson Woo-hoo. is doing a Vegas residency. And Party. that I will be going to. Like I have already started, like my sister um actually has a timeshare. Her and my brother-in-law have a timeshare out there. So mm-hmm. we are already like trying to plot. <laughs> to, to get our way out there because I'm like I really want to go uh yes absolutely because it, it trust me there's space like we're trying to make it a thing we'll talk off off mic but okay. yeah we are trying to make our way out there to see Janet because this Vegas residency seems awesome and it is right up the alley right. of the podcast guys because she's basically going to be going through it's called metamorphosis and she's right. basically going to be going through like her discography and like going through her past or whatever and showing how she's changed and evolved as an artist over the years. Like what better show could there possibly be? And what better, what a better artist, you know, I just love that Jenna Jackson is winning right now. The more she wins and the more that people who try to drag her down, uh, Les Moves are just Mm -hmm. losing right now. Just makes me so happy. It gives me so much joy because you do not, when you try to do clown stuff to a black woman, the clown Mm -hmm. stuff comes back and just bites you in the butt. You know, I'm super excited about this Jenna Jackson residency. And let me tell you how excited I am. I have to, well, probably not completely and totally decided, but I'm fairly certain that, like, I will skip going to see the Bastard Boys in Vegas so I can go see Janet Jackson in Vegas. Like, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make because... I cannot That's miss James Jackson. I've seen the Backstreet Boys a few times in concert. <laughs> I know the show. I know the songs. I know what songs they're going to do. Like, it's it's pretty much the same show every single day, right? Right. But I have actually never seen Janet Jackson in concert. Like, you know, used to watch the HBO specials back in the day, but I've never actually been in her presence and in the same room. I refuse. Like, I can't not be there. Like, I, I gotta, it, gotta make it happen. Like, that is an absolute must. If I don't do anything else this year... I have to go and see her her residency. I mean, whatever you have to 
pay to be in the building. I ain't gotta be like right there in her face and stuff like that. No, I'm I just don't. trying to get in the building. Like I gotta be there. Pretty much. That's all I need. I just need to be in the room. And then I just need also, to be in the room. I haven't been to Vegas in a couple of years, so I mean, I gotta go. It's been too long that I've been I've, separated from from my from my favorite place or one of my favorite places. I've actually never been, so this will be a first for me. And it's a great, you know, first time in Vegas going to see Janet, oh. hanging out with my peoples. Oh man, we like have I'm an awesome time and celebration because it's gonna be lit. Yes. Lit. Yes, yes, yes. We we shall talk. So yes, Janet's going to Vegas. So that's exciting. Um, more exciting news: they are bringing the Babysitters Club to Netflix it's in a be new series, and I think that's going to be pretty interesting. You know how I typically am when it comes to like reboots, remakes, revivals, and uh-huh, all that uh-huh. jazz. But I actually, I actually am here for this. I am too. The Babysitters Club was dope. Like, right yeah I so i'm like it. okay I, I can do this i actually am here for this so i think that's going to be a lot of fun um as far as i know right now there aren't a lot of concrete details about when it's going to mm-hmm. come out or you know exactly what they're doing or any casting and stuff so i'm trying to reserve some of my excitement until i kind of see what casting choices they make it's kind of like when they uh announced that announced that the lost boys were coming um mm-hmm. to see w i believe it's kind of the same thing with that it's like uh you know like this net the fact that it's going to netflix kind of gives me a little bit more confidence um for the most part i mean netflix has had you know it's had a couple of couple of misses but i feel like they don't drop the ball as much as a lot of other networks have so i got a little bit more confidence there yeah they've had a couple of misses but for the most part they they shoot pretty they shoot pretty straight well what i was gonna say is they've had a couple misses and then they have the uh habit of canceling things that I really like like Sensei mm-hmm. and Punisher and Daredevil and all other stuff so mm-hmm. me and Netflix got beef and I don't trust them but you know we'll see what happens yeah so I think that's going to be fun so that's something to look out for guys uh, mm-hmm. last thing I have is today the day that we are recording which is March the 6th is the 32nd anniversary of the first Lethal Weapon movie Woo-hoo. which I can't even believe that is that old like still haven't seen it Really? Mm-mm. No. Oh, but you watched the TV <laughs> I do not show, right? Watching it. I loved. I loved with a D the first two seasons of the TV show. Now, what's happening right now? I could care less. But since uh, they wrote, since they wrote off my due, but uh, the first two episodes, first two seasons of Lethal Weapon, the TV show, are phenomenal. Anything that happens after the end of season two, I don't care about. Um, but yeah, have not seen the movie. Like, still have it. We I think I said Yeah, next time it. we get together, we need to make that a thing to see the movie because the movie is just hilarious and so much fun. Hmm? I said it's a date. Yay! So yeah, thirty-two years of lethal, lethal weapon. So that is all I have. This is probably the longest nostalgia recap, right? We have ever done. Why are we still here? (laughs) It's been like an hour, but we made it through, and I think we brought up some pretty interesting and fun stuff. So it's all good. So on to today's topic: favorite TV, film, throwback universes, and stuff. There, of course, like anything else that we talk about, I think there are just so many that Mm -hmm. we'd love to be a part of. Um, and Christina came up with the idea and stuff like that. And I immediately was like, yes, like, this is awesome. Because, I mean, I could think of so many places that I would love to just stick myself in for different reasons and stuff. So for you, Christina, like, what are some of your top ones that you really want to be in? And why do you see yourself in those universes? 
All right. So the first one is going to be um, probably the show, probably one of the shows I'll talk about the most is Avatar The Last Airbender. Of course. Um, I love that show. It's like I can quote something from almost every episode. I've seen every episode multiple times. I have the box set that I have practically worn out at this point because once I start... Like, y'all think I'm addicted to Game of Thrones, but once I start Avatar The Last Airbender, I cannot stop. Like, I will not watch anything else until I'm at the end of the series. And then I'll probably start over again. Um, And I just love the entire world building of it. How there's like, you know, four major continents that basically live and rely and built their entire cities around the particular type of airbending. Um, if you never watched the show, it's great. I know it's a kid's show, but it deals with some incredibly adult themes in a way that can be applied to anybody um, and everybody can get something out of. Um, you have the airbenders, you have the waterbenders, you have the firebenders, and you have the earthbenders um, that can basically manipulate different elements. Um, and then each one kind of has like an offshoot element that they can bend. Like um, mm-hmm. the firebenders can bend electricity as well. Um, the earthbenders can also bend metal um, and so on and so forth. Um, and it's just a great show and a great universe that I would love to be in. I'd obviously have to be a bender probably an earthbender because Toph is awesome um she's my favorite character she is a little blind girl um who destroys everybody um like I don't understand how you could fight her because she can defeat you and she's blind like her disability is not a disadvantage to her it actually makes her stronger um which is one of the things that I love about that character right because disabilities get portrayed so wrong on so many different things but nobody treats her differently because of her disability like her friends love and care for her and make sure she's safe even though she can pretty much hold her own um but they don't again they don't they make the fact that she's blind something that benefits her versus something that makes her life right more something difficult. that's a detriment yeah right um which i think is just amazing how they did that um and the show is just great. Uh, like I said, would love to be an earthbender and have the ability to bend metals and bend earth and make, you know, a wall here whenever I feel like it or, you know. Yeah, see, I want to be an earthbender too. I think everybody does. Yes. Like, Aang is awesome and airbending is cool and all. Um, but there's some, only so many times you can do that yeah. little air scooter thing. It's kind of cheesy <laughs> after a while. Um, being a firebender would also be awesome, but I'm clumsy and would probably burn I'd myself. I'd probably set some more fire. Or electrocute myself. And neither one of those things seem like a good idea. Um, and water water is a powerful element. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want to be a waterbender either. Um but it's just the show is amazing and I would give my left foot to live in that world. Like it's just the art style is amazing. Like I like go full I would like to go full in on the thing. Like I would want to be the actual animated character. I don't have to be like a uh you know, a live action type thing. Like I could totally live as an animated character. I'd be fine with that. Yes. Um I just love that show. And I'd be hanging out like I'd want to hang out with the whole Aang gang of, you know, the Kiyoshi warriors and Aang and his crew. And, you know, me and Uncle Ira would be best friends because I love tea, like love tea. Mm-hmm. 
I literally like I'm one of those people that carries around like a little bag of tea and honey and yeah. sugar in my bag. Yeah, the same in that like I drink so much like ridiculous amounts of tea. I even have a special cup that I take with me to make my tea because it keeps my tea warm. Like I'm that much of a tea snot. Me and I, have a, yeah, I have like a little thermos thing that I, I like be, a lot that I put it in. <sighs> I would be at the Jasmine Dragon in Bossing say all the time. Like I'd have a frequent <laughs> fly, like I'd have a frequent customer's card. Uncle Ira would know be my name and like I'd walk in the door and he'd have my tea ready exactly how I like it. Like that's how much I love tea. <laughs> but it's crazy ridiculous. though like you mentioned being a part of an animated universe and stuff and it's so many like throwback ones that yeah would be so much fun to be a part like exactly. and it's weird because when you watch cartoons and stuff like that as a kid that's almost what you're doing when you're watching them like a yeah. lot of times you're you're into the action and stuff like that but you also are wondering like dude like what would it be like to be in this universe and exactly. so i think as far as animated universes, one of the ones that I really would like to be in, like I love Jim and the Holograms. Okay. I just, I yeah, totally I would see that. love, yes, I would love to be there. Like you can, I, you see me there. Like I see myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I want to be a part of the band and rocking out. I love the way that they, you know, the way that they look and everything like that. Like I could totally hang out with all of them. It just seems like it would this be totally a super makes fun. Sense. Yeah, it seems like it would just be like a super fun place to to be able to hang out and exist and stuff. Um, I think I'd also want to be in the Simpsons universe, too, because why not? Like, it's been around forever. Yes, it has. I kind of dig being yellow. Like, I think I would be a cool looking yellow person. Like, if somebody were to Simpson me. No, if somebody, yeah, I was going to say, I think I kind of want to be yellow. But, I mean, you could also be brown, too, I guess. But anyway, I think I'd be a cool looking Simpsons person. Like, I want somebody to Simpsonize me. To see what I look like as. <laughs> I think that, you can totally do that. Like, <laughs> no, like I think you can do that. I want to say that there's a website. There's websites all over the place where you can make like an avatar of yourself from like the the TV series. Because remember, right. I used yeah, to have we like, did the, the Powerpuff Girls one, right? Before. So like, I used to have a Powerpuff Girl one. I'm fairly certain there's a Simpsons one, and I think there's a Peanuts one somewhere. Fun. Imagine being yeah. in that universe with Mojo Jojo and all of them. Absolutely not. Like, no, they, they destroy things too much. Like, this is why I don't <laughs> want to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because no, they'd be destroying New yeah, York all the time. I need to uh-uh. be one of the Powerpuff Girls if I'm in that universe, though. Like, I don't want to be no regular person because you're probably going to die. Because, again, they're Pretty just much. here. And that's exactly why I didn't say when I was thinking about this, I thought about it. I was like, well, technically, the Marvel Cinematic Universe works because, you know, mm-hmm. Iron Man came out in 2008. So it falls like right in the very end of like our podcast you know parameters and stuff like that but i was like no they tear too much stuff up and then the snap happened so yeah if i listen and i would probably be one to get dusted like because that's my luck (laughs) exactly Exactly. i'd be the one to get dusted or get taken out or something like if i ain't on the team i don't need to be a part of that universe like the simpsons i could walk around you never age like everybody on that show stays the same age Pretty much. And I could just like hang out at the Quickie Mart and do a bunch of nothing. I could shoot the, you know, shoot the crap with Bart, laugh at some people and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to be an adult. I definitely want to be a kid. Like, I just want to be one of Bart's classmates so that I could just shoot the crap with him. We could skateboard is, around all day and just be what ridiculous. Is, what is the bully's name on that show? Like the, the like, the bully at, at uh, Bart Simpson School? Um, oh, I can't remember his name God, is. The one that goes, ha, ha. Yeah, that one. First of all, I can do that pretty, pretty great. Um, I can't do it right now because I'm not even thinking about it like that. Nelson, but, Nelson. Um, but me and him would be best friends. Like he's, he's yeah, and I cannot take his name at first, but yeah, Nelson is hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't know if I could be a Simpson. I 
like I'd be at Moe's the entire time, like drunk for no reason. Like you'd have to come get me. Because <laughs> that's where I'd be the entire time. I'd be at Moe's. Um that, could that, be a Simpson, that would be the though. place that I'd hang out. You'd be at the Quickie Mart. I'd be at Moe's. I would. I'd be at the Quickie Mart. Just like all the snacks and stuff like that. And just be in there. Get, again, because I'm a kid. So me and Bart going to be skating through the Quickie Mart. We're just going to be knocking stuff off the shelves and stuff. Like, I would just be a delinquent. Bart's been getting away with doing it for like, what, 30-something years now or whatever. And I could just be a kid yeah. and never have to grow up and be awesome and hang out with Bart, who's a total jerk. Yeah. I could see that, too. <laughs> But yeah, so, I mean, pretty much any any animated thing that you could think of, anything that we watched as kids, like stick me in there or whatever. Again, unless it's like the Powerpuff Girls where they're tearing stuff up in that right. case. Or unless it's one of the weird shows like Our Real Monsters or something like that. I don't want to be in that. Mm-mm. Because no, things is just, yeah, a lot of those Nickelodeon shows, leave me out because y'all... Humans don't fare well in the Our yeah. Real Monsters universe. What about Doug? Doug would be cool, but I'd, I'd need to be like purple or something <laughs> i want to be blue like skater yeah i want to be blue like skater like <laughs> i'm gonna uh, have to, now i'm gonna go out looking for these websites to see if i can simpsonize and dugize myself so that way i can see what i look like first i need to be able I, to change I, the colors and try some colors out see which color i want to be um if i was in doug i would probably want to be like one of the beats like the chick with the weird hair like i'd be her um, i definitely got to be in the beats like i want to be a part of the in crowd like I still to this day, if somebody could find one for me, you know how um there's that one episode where he's supposed to go to the Beats concert and somehow ends up not getting to the Beats concert, and so he runs into the Beats at like the little diner that they yeah, hang out at, yeah. and they threw out like some Beats uh, jackets to them for them. Oh to have. my god, the jackets! Somebody was dope. could find me an actual version of that jacket. I totally wear it, or like a Beats tour T-shirt. I yes, would that love jacket you forever. was flames like super dope i would totally wear one if somebody made a replica of that if anybody out there makes a replica or knows somebody that does i will pay i want to have one of those because that jacket is so super dope i I tell you what universe i don't want to be a part of okay (laughs) the say by the bell universe because nobody else matters at this stupid school except for the say by the bell kids number one is only 20 Mm -hmm. people that go to the school anyway and nobody else matters they run everything no, at the damn school. It don't make no sense. So here's the thing about the Say by the Bell universe that I couldn't stand. I get stir crazy when I'm in a confined space for a very long time. And there's like one hallway and a mystery flight of steps that goes to God knows Nowhere. where. Yeah. And one classroom and a tiny little gym. That's not going to work for me. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you should technically you should be fine because, again, there are only, to my knowledge, 20 to 22 students in this right. entire nah. school. I can't. So I, can't I don't understand. I mean, but you don't matter at the school because Mm-mm. they run the yearbook. Kelly no. is, for some reason, the only person on the cheerleading squad. Uh, they no. run the radio show. Like these kids are just jerks, and they they rule everything. I'm surprised that there are even other faces in the yearbook. Like there were other people at the graduation. I'm like, what did you do in right. high school? Because Zach and his friends did everything. Pretty like much that seems no. like a Mm-mm. that seems like a sucky universe to be a part. And then usually, like, if you ran into them, they usually treated you terrible, like he did with the homeless girl when he. That- uh, yeah that's what i'm saying like me and me and zach morris would have to fight and i would hit him and you could buy screechy spaghetti <laughs> sauce though <laughs> no i'm okay i'm good i don't i don't need screechy spaghetti sauce but like me and zach morris would end up fighting by about episode three and then it would just be the end of the show so there's no point in me being in the, in, in the same by the bell universe they're going straight they're just no going way. straight to credits 
pretty much. And (laughs) Zach Morris is going to the hospital and there's like 20 minutes left to show uh, cut to commercial. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Um, I would love to be in the Rugrats universe. I didn't write this down, but I would love to be in the Rugrats universe. Me and Tommy could get into a lot of trouble. Uh, um, same thing you don't age and you could just get into shenanigans all day and you could talk so much, much trash and nobody understands what you're saying because you're a baby that's the best part <laughs> <laughs> that is the best part um like <laughs> those kids are crazy and they're just they also seem like just I know that like the series where they get a little bit older exists, but I refuse to acknowledge it, it its existence. No, um, I, I they only are babies to me, right? But like those kids seem to be like people that will grow up to also be awesome adults if they ever do age. They don't, but they would be cool to grow up with. Um, yeah, because Phil and Lil are just like the greatest set of twins ever. Um, Chucky is going to rule the world one day. I don't think he realizes that, but he's definitely going to rule the world one day. Oh, yeah. Um, and Tommy is going to be just like super fine and super rich at some point. Um, but yeah, like I would totally be in the Rugrats universe. I love them. Um, I know we talked, we kind of skirted around the MCU, but I could totally also see myself being in the X Men animated series universe. Oh, yeah. Um, now that. That's different because we were talking about right. like the movies and stuff like that. Yeah, they do right. so much in the movies, but that that's right. it right there. However, me and Rogue cannot be friends. We'd have to fight. I, I love how I like to fight people, but we'd have to fight. <laughs> what are you doing? I love you're, fighting, you're, just, you're just zeroing in on people to fight in all of these universes. <laughs> well, in the X Men universe, then Gambit just has to be mine. So, so Rogue y'all gonna have to, to go fight somewhere. To the end. <laughs> <laughs> Rogue is just gonna have to like leave or do something else or like go hang out with Bobby or I, I don't know she just has to not be beginning yeah. as long as I can story. be friends with Storm right. I'm good Also that like, I don't have to date anybody or anything like that it'd, it'd be nice but I just want to be friends with Storm like any universe that she's in I'm much. trying to get there and, and be friends with her Pretty much. I, me and Storm would be best friends. I'd be hanging out in the library with Beast all the time because I've always got my nose stuck in a book. He would also be a big tea snob like me. So we'd be BFFs. But yes. just Rogue has to go. Like, and I would do my best not to piss off Jean Grey because I don't want her going all Phoenix on me. That would okay, so if be. you're there, then that means you got to have some kind of like powers or something. Like I'm assuming that's what you would want. There would be no point in being there if you didn't have powers. Correct. I would like, I don't know, maybe the ability over electricity or um, or like some type of telekinesis, like being able to move things with oh, the mind. Yeah. That would be fun. Um, who knows? But maybe some wings would be awesome too. Like I don't necessarily have to fly. That's not necessary. They could just be purely aesthetic, but having some wings would also be dope. That but pretty much cool. I'm, the, I'm just there to hang out with Beast and Gambit and make pretty little Creole babies with Gambit and uh, <laughs> hang out with Storm. Very singularly focused. <laughs> you got you got very specific things you're trying to do. I'm just trying to get into a bunch of crap, and you, you got actual plans with people. Like we're going, we're hanging out, stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to go to the store and knock things over. It right, just be absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, it's so many. It's so many animated universes that I want to be a part. Mm-hmm. And then I think when it comes to sitcoms, kind of how we brought up. Say by the bell, 
pretty much if you stick me in just about any black sitcom universe, mm-hmm. I feel like that would be somewhere I want to be, especially a 90s black sitcom ones because of just the, the vibe and the people in there and stuff. But especially for me, a different world, of course, for all the reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, a different world made college just seem like it was just going to be everything. And I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I definitely had fun in college and all the stuff like that. And I went to mm-hmm. HBCU for some time and I definitely had a wonderful experience there. But yeah, like a different world was it. Like I'm trying to be best friends with Freddie because I just think she's super dope and everything like that. I'm trying to mm-hmm. be hanging out at the step shows. Like I always in my mind, secretly, I've always well not so secretly, I've kind of always wanted to be about mm-hmm. 10 years older than what I am. Cause I would have mm-hmm. loved to have experienced the nineties through the, you know, I would have loved to have been in like my late teens or early twenties or something like that. Like during that time. Right. So the fact I, that I, I could have been I in college that. and like kicking it with them back then would have been super dope. Like Dwayne, Dwayne definitely would have been somebody I would have just like hung out with just purely for shenanigans. Like I just want to laugh oh, at yeah. him and see what him and Ron are up to and just, shoot the mess with them i would have made you know probably good enough grades to like just stay in school like i'm not going to be an overachiever or anything like that like i'm purely there to just (laughs) to just chill and hang or whatever so definitely a different world and of course i think both of us probably want to be in the fresh prince universe because well yeah why not pretty much uh yeah the fresh prince as long as i don't have to date will See, I was gonna bring that up. It's like, so which one of us is dating Will? Not me, not it. Has to happen. Will, not me either. Will got an issue with the way he be treating people on this show. Like, Will got a women issue. issue. We may have to do a part two of the Fresh Prince to talk about some of the some of the stuff up there that's kind of sketchy. But yeah, okay. don't want to date Will. I hmm. I'm trying to think about what capacity. I know I want to be there, but I'm trying to think about what capacity I like to fall into. And I almost want to be like, I would have, I feel like Ashley never really had like a tight best friend that she hung out with mm-hmm. on the series. I would have loved mm-hmm. to have been Ashley's, I would have loved to have been Ashley's bestie the way that Jazz was Will's bestie, you know, like right. coming over into, you know, into the different things he was doing, having like these crazy adventures and stuff together. Like, I would have liked to have filled that capacity in the show. Ashley could just have her own show. That would be dope. Right. Mm, I like it. I do. I love it. So, yeah, pretty much any black sitcom you can stick me in. Like, I'm there. I'm down to, I'm down to be in it or whatever. Um, unless they're just overly messy, like girlfriends. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a part of that friend no, group. I'm it's good. A, it is a terrible friend group. Like, I mean, I love that show purely for entertainment purposes, but dude, they are, they are really crappy friends to each other. So I could stay out of that. I could um, be a living single though. Like I totally live in oh, yes. a group, in a house with a group of people like that. Like that would be dope. Um, I'm trying to orchestrate like a, a whole big situation with a whole bunch of single people trying to do some big things together now so like right up my alley let's get so it so if you were in the single the living single universe what would you be doing there you know how like Khadija was running flavor and you know and all that stuff Maxine was a lawyer like what would you do in that universe I'd just be doing music like I would be feeding the artist to Khadija for flavor magazine like I'd be running open mic nights and stuff like that um and getting Kyle to sing Kyle yes yeah 
I don't know why that name didn't sound right to me. Like getting Kyle to sing for me every week um, and doing fun stuff like that, like running shows and doing shows myself and all that fun stuff. Like I yeah. See, I definitely want to be like an assistant thing. editor at Flavor or something because it already kind of falls in line with what I do now. Like I'm not an editor now, but I'm a writer. So right. yeah, I can see myself working at Flavor and hanging out, hanging out with them and stuff. Mm, that sounds like fun. That does sound um, like fun. So I have two silly things on my list uh-huh. of like universes that I would want to live in. One I kind of made up. I'm gonna get to that one in a second. But the other, the first one is being in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers universe. Yes, I mean, Angel Grove would be ridiculous. There would always be some like forty foot tall monster attacking the city every other day. That's fine, I guess. Um, but it'd be fun. Like I. I'd pull like a Spider-Man and be taking pictures of him to put him in the paper. (laughs) Like the big eyeball monster. And there was a purse, I think, (laughs) at one point that they made into a monster. (laughs) Like whose purse got stolen? (laughs) There was like a wrapping wrapping monster too. Why do do I remember that? (laughs) I don't know why. We're just weird. There was like a wrapping monster too. So I'd definitely be putting that on Instagram. Uh, even though Instagram didn't exist then, uh, I'd be taking all the videos. Now, here's the thing that I had a question and hypothesized about. So you remember the putties mm-hmm. on the show on Power Rangers? Yeah. yeah. Why? First of all, why were they so easy to defeat? Because all you had to do was punch them in the chest and they were wrapped. They right. Were I don't understand what the point of that was. Like, why did you need the Power Rangers to, <laughs> to do anything? You so could have just you could have picked up a random person on the street and said, "Hey, you." punch that over there and they just went up to him and hit him and that's then that's the end second, of it. <laughs> see that's my second question why is it that like the power rangers didn't do like a hey guys so when you see these putty things you guys should just punch him in the chest or like hit him with something in the chest and then it disappears problem solved that way the townspeople can take care of the putties the power rangers can take care of the big monster and everybody's cool right I'm just trying to date Zach. Like, that is the one universe where I've got a singular goal in mind. That's all I want to do. I don't have to be a Power Ranger. I don't have to be important. I'm just trying to figure out how I get close to him. Get in line. Get in line. Mm. Um, I don't even need to... Like, in this universe, I don't actually have to be a main character. I can just be a side character. I don't have to be a Power Ranger. I can just be in the background. Like, I'm just trying to get from the background to wherever he's at. That's it. Like I, I will said, knock some, I will knock some putties out of the way. You take need me a number to get them out of the way. <laughs> get them out of the way. <laughs> take a number. I'm fairly certain I was one of those kids that wrote a letter saying you got to bring Zach back. Like, no, not Zach. I don't want to date Zach. I want to date Tommy. What am I talking about? <laughs> I, was, I was surprised. I was like, I didn't think you were into Zach like that. No. I thought you were a Tommy girl, but no, I was like, maybe I definitely, I'm wrong. Okay. Yes, no, no, no. So good. I'm Everything's working out. My there. Mind. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, because I was like, you know, I was like, wait, again, I'm terrible. Like, let me tell you, it's been a week. I have literally thought that it was Monday every day last week. Even when it was Friday, I thought it was Monday last week. Oh, geez. That's bad. I still think it's Monday. I don't ever want to have a week like that. Like, once I get past Monday, I ain't thinking it's Monday no more. Like, Monday is out of my head. I, I still, to this day, and I'm not even like in traditional employment anymore, and I still don't like my days. I straight up told a friend of mine he was going to a concert on Friday and he was like, yeah, I'm going to this concert. And I was like, why is the concert on a Monday? And he was like, wait. <laughs> and like, yeah, no sooner yeah. than like, I sent the text like, message. You need a nap. <laughs> no sooner than I sent the text message, I was like, wait, it's not Monday. 
totally Friday. That's the kind of week I've been. Yes, I definitely am squarely in the Tommy lane. So forget everything that I just said um, okay. about taking so the line and me. Time out, time out. You said Possibly you having a fight making time. up a universe. Like, yes. What kind of universe have you made up? You didn't read the show notes, did you? Uh, no. Well, technically, you kind of made up one too because I read yours. But in my head, all the like ad icons from like serials and stuff like that hang out with each other. Oh. And I would totally be a Cinnamon Toast Crunch square eating other Cinnamon Toast Crunch squares. <laughs> like, just in be, my head. And wait a minute. <laughs> yes. You want to be the Cinnamon Toast Square that eats other cinnamon toast squares all of them eat each other like have you seen the commercials yes i've seen the commercials i'm still trying to put together the fact that that's what you want to be in the cereal universe i mean i don't necessarily want to be eating other cinnamon toast squares but that's kind of what they do in the commercials like in my head so you just don't have a choice if you're a cinnamon toast square you just gotta eat other squares Right. So, like, in my head, like, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, and Tony the Tiger, and Toucan Sam, and, like, the Lucky Charms dude, and Honey Bee, and all of them just kind of hang out with each other. And I'm totally going to be one of the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Squares. Like, that's who I would be in that situation, is Cinnamon Toast Crunch Square. I know Ooh, it's not a real universe. I want to hang out with the Tricks Rabbit again. Ooh, that sounds I'm just, like fun. I'm just gravitating towards all the shenanigans, because the Tricks Rabbit always has some foolishness going on. Like, in the, in the commercials does. and stuff like that. Like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on there. Speaking of rabbits, what about the Alice in Wonderland universe? I don't know why I didn't mention that, because Alice in Wonderland, like, if there was a character that you said reminded you of me, like, it would be Alice in from Alice in Wonderland. Like, I love... I'm obsessed with all things Alice in Wonderland. It's mm-hmm. funny. There's actually a book called Alice um, about Alice in, It's like her take on the Alice in Wonderland story. And the woman who wrote the book has my same first and last name. So it was a little weird to go to the bookstore and see that I had written a book about Alice in Wonderland. Um, That's weird. It is very strange. Somebody that I used to go... Somebody that used to come into a restaurant I worked at told me about it was like, yeah, so you know you wrote a book about Alice in Wonderland? I was like, no, but that totally sounds like something I would do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's actually pretty good. I haven't finished it yet. Um, It's it's in a long list of books that I need to finish. Uh, But yeah, I would totally be... Did you know that there's a creepy Alice? Like... Yes. Universe that exists? Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to that one. No, I totally I hang out now. When I played that video yet. game, no, that video I'm trying game to be, was awesome. I'm, I'm trying to hang out in the regular one. I don't want none of that stuff or whatever. But I don't know. It's just I so mean, many cool things back and, and weird forth stuff both. happening and stuff like that. Like, I would love to be in the Alice in Wonderland place. Like, I just want to go there. I have no intentions of trying to get home if I go, by the way. I just want to stay. Oh, yeah, no. I'm uh-huh. just going to stay and just mess around and stuff forever. Like, if I go down the rabbit hole, I'm not coming back. No, I'm not. Like, Because I'm, that just seems infinitely more fun than anything that's going on in this universe we're living in. Find me hanging out, singing with the flowers, or right. uh, destroying people's cars. houses with the I'm little uh, tea. With the, with the bread thing that makes you bigger. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking tea. Um, like, I'm doing all of that stuff. That Everything she did there just seemed absolutely fun. So I'm trying to I'll get part totally of that. I would totally be a menace. See... All it takes is one time for me to know that, like, there's a potion and, like, a piece of bread that can make me bigger or smaller, and I am terrorizing everybody. Right. They would kick me out that of would be huge. <laughs> <laughs> But they can't kick you out if you're really big. 
This is true. So, I mean, there's nothing they can do about it. You can just terrorize people. Yeah, and if you're super small, they have to catch you first, and they can't catch you if you're that tiny. Although you have Mm. to wonder if it rains. That'd be like your worst nightmare. Mm. Imagine how big a raindrop is if you're like super, super small. Yikes. I'm getting Honey, I Shrunk the Kids flashbacks talking about rain being super small. So super huge. I ain't trying to be a part of none of that stuff. But yeah, the cereal thing, that's pretty cool. I hadn't thought about that. Yikes. Yeah, my, I guess, I don't know. It's not really a made up universe per se or whatever. I guess so. Uh-huh. Um, just pretty much anything that Spike Lee does, which is kind of crazy that we brought him up early or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, and you also brought up, you know, uh, with Hannah, how she worked on school days. And uh-huh. so that's like where I want to be again. It kind of gives me some of that same like different world-ish type vibe or whatever. So pretty much any Spike Lee movie, just because of the crazy characters that show up and all of that stuff, like you could put me in pretty much any Spike Lee movie and I'd love to be there. That that sounds like fun. And I would love like to be Michael, in school days. It's like Michael Max or something. I don't yeah, want to no. be. The, I don't want to be there. The school days costumes were pretty amazing. I would love to have a few of those in my closet. So yes. I'd definitely be hanging out in school days or do the right thing um, mm-hmm. at the pizza joint. Wait, didn't they de- they destroyed the pizza joint, didn't they? Uh, yeah. But you could be there while, while it lasted. Yeah. I mean, you can, always find some, you can always find somebody. Like, honestly, in a Spike Lee movie, like, you could just walk around and just find somebody random on the street and be able to, like, shoot the crowd with them. Yeah. Because everybody, I mean, everybody there is pretty much interesting. So I could definitely yeah. be in, like, there's a whole, in my mind, there's, like, a whole Spike Lee universe. And I'm trying to go and live there because, I mean, the characters are interested and everything just seems, like, super dope. Um, the one universe I haven't mentioned yet, uh, which I think is which kind I'm of surprised a, we an hour and a half in and you haven't mentioned yet. It's a, I mean, it's a given for me. Like Completely who, on brand. Who would not want to be a part of the Doctor Who universe? And mm, first, <laughs> yes, the Doctor Who <laughs> universe. Too strange. Yeah, the Doctor Who universe counts because uh, the modern era, of, the modern era of the show started back in two thousand five, um, mm-hmm. and then I also really love Ace, um, who was the last classic era companion that was around from like eighty seven to eighty nine. Like mm-hmm. to me, yeah, it gets strange. Some weird things happen on Earth sometimes and stuff like that, but it usually gets explained away, and you know, people tend to weirdly forget about a lot of this stuff or whatever. But mm-hmm. still, like. I want to exist in a universe where the doctor is like the chance, mm-hmm. the, the, the chance, the fact that you could have a chance to get a chance to meet the doctor and actually have an invitation to travel in the TARDIS throughout space and time and go mm-hmm. anywhere that you want to go. I mean, because the doctor Who universe, when you open that up, you open up the portal to all of these other awesome and amazing places that the doctor have gone. Like, right. why would I not want to be a part of that? Like, and I, if I were back in the eighties, I totally would be, in our team back then, I totally would be like Ace. Like she was unlike a lot of the other companions who, you know, some of them were kind of, you know, screaming, falling down, kind of fell into that trope. Not all, because you mm-hmm. had Sarah Jane and other people like that. But Ace was like this, you know, big brave and, you know, a fighter and all that stuff like that. And I could totally see, like, if I'm going about my business, like minding my business, usually what you which is usually what the companions are doing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're just going about their normal day and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, boom, like super ridiculous weird happens. And then this crazy person, or at least somebody that looks like a person, comes up to you and starts talking a bunch of techno mumbo jumbo and they're grabbing your hand mm-hmm. and telling you to run and stuff like that would be amazing. Imagine you're going about your daily life, some weird stuff pops off, and then you start running around with this person who knows how to fix the problem. And then they're like, hey, so I've got this machine 
is bigger on the inside and we can go anywhere in space and time. Like, what's up? You want to go? And I can bring you back to the moment that we are now or relatively close. I mean, the doctor mm-hmm. never really gets it all the way right. He nope. tried one time. He tried one time. And then, I mean, Rose was only like a year late, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but yeah, why would I not want to be a part of the Doctor Who universe? Like, I think if I could pick one out of all of them, that would be that my would number be one. one one. Yeah. I mean, because of the prospect of meeting the Doctor, because I totally think that I would make an awesome companion. If I'm in the Doctor Who universe, though, I got to be in London because he'll be picking up no companions from America. And the no couple of times that, you know, the doctor and, I, you know, he, she, it kind of goes both ways now because the doctor is a woman mm-hmm. now. But, you know, the few times that the doctor has been to America, it's, it's been some, it's been some shenanigans going on over here. So I kind of understand why the doctor ain't over here trying to pick up nobody. So I got to be I got to be in London if I'm over there and got to be careful because you definitely could die like by random stuff like a mannequin could like pull out their hand, shoot you and, you know, weird fat absorbing monsters come and strange stuff like that. If I can avoid all of that. Did you just say a fat absorbing monster? Yes. It's it's a lot. It's a lot going on. So the moral of today's podcast is that Ty's a weirdo. Yes. And I think everyone knew that. Massive amounts of shenanigans. I do. I do. I just, I got, I want to be a part of the doctor, the doctor's universe. (laughs) Or if I was a part of the universe, even if I didn't necessarily travel with the doctor or, you know, encounter the doctor in any kind of way, I want to work for Torchwood because they, I mean, I can imagine like how cool of a job is that to go and like investigate paranormal activity mm-hmm. and deal with alien stuff and everything like that and you have like this super you know covert, covert job that you're doing and nobody really knows what you do but you get to deal with all the awesome stuff and you kind of get to get a taste of the doctor's world but you don't have mm-hmm. as much of the, the the guilt and the consequences that the doctor has to right. take on kind of as the hero of the story so you kind of get the best of both worlds like you can still live a regular life sort of but then you also get a taste of like all of this supernatural and fantasy sci-fi stuff that's going on you know around you in the world that everybody else seems to be mostly oblivious to Mm, very on brand for you so that's me it looks like fun it it definitely looks like fun not really my thing We, we know that it's definitely not that i have problems with it and whatnot but um it's totally ty's thing so yeah it's all good until you die she should do it (laughs) do it it. it's Um, all it's all fun and games until you die ain't that the truth um so i've just got two more i want to mention and then i'm done um oh no i closed my notes anyways um this is not really a universe per se because it's actually a reality TV show, but I still contest that I would love to be on making a band because um, technically it is kind of like a connected thing. Mm-hmm. There it's like its own so universe. The way they up there, people what they're doing up there about the first, you know, <laughs> the first go around with making the, the band. band when it was O Town. Um, because originally making the band was on ABC mm-hmm. and it was Lou Perlman putting together another boy band and he put together O-Town. Uh, obviously not eligible, but you know, making the band brought us the band and Danny oh, Kane. Uh, and Day 26. Forgot about Day 26. Um, and I would love to have been on either one of those shows. Probably mostly the bands, you know, oh, yeah. go around on that show because I just want to be in the background doing. yelling with Babs like, let them fight. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just want to go 
hype up the fights. I don't want to do nothing else. Don't give me no responsibility. I just want to live in the house, not be a part of the bank. I don't want to be in the band. I just want to be like a friend right. that lives in the house and just yells, let them fight. Right. <laughs> I tell you what I'm not doing. I'm not walking a halfway across New York in the cold to go get some cheesecake. That's why I want to be in the band. Definitely not doing that. I don't want Mm-mm. no parts of that. I just want to be one of the people's friends. And just sit in the house. Like, I'll be Babs' friend. And we could just sit in the house and yell, let them fight. Can I, like, already be a part of the band? Like, that'd be great. Like, if I could just come in as, like, the one person where, like, okay, so we're building a group around this person. And this person doesn't have to do anything. But the rest of y'all got to fight to be in the group with this person. See, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. <laughs> uh, I'd be in there hollering at Sarah because... I never really thought that she was like the world's greatest singer for one and Ooh, two. Like, child, why is your mess. husband always here? Go home. Like. The, the mess. The mess. Yeah, that's why I said. I just want to be a friend, a friend to the band. Like, I don't want to be in the band. Even the Danity Kane and uh, Day 26 and Donnie season series and whatnot um, would be hilarious to be in because all of them, all of them are probably sleeping with each other. Like, I know Q and Don were a thing, but... Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that possibly other members of that group were not sleeping with each other. I'm I'm being messy. That could totally well not have been because I knew Shannon even then was married. So, but there had to be some mess going on in that house when they were not recording. But uh, you know what? I think that's probably that's a good one because I think that's Shannon like the against. only like reality TV universe I would want to be a part of. I would probably like if we look at them world. as their own separate universes, yeah, I, I that's the only one I, I think I would probably want to be a part of, and it's probably because I'm just not a reality TV person. Yeah, I would be on the real world, but I had to be on like the real world first ten seasons, not right. when they started yeah, like doing back when it was silly things. Back then. Yeah, right. Um, they started doing silly things. There was one season I remember of the real world where like halfway through the season they bought people's exes into the house to live in the house to see what would happen and I'm just like "Mm." no they got a whole show about that now it's called like X on the Beach and Romeo hosted and like that's that's the whole premise of the show it's just like hey you're here trying to date trying to find somebody new what would happen if we just take every person that's here and just bring annoying exes every week Uh -uh. so people can fight I'm like dog I don't want to be a part of that Uh -uh. like who wants to be a part of that I don't really have any exes that I would fight with to be honest because I don't really care about them yeah i just don't want to be see fighting them. with them no i'm good right and i'm like what's the point of seeing them and it ain't going i mean it's not really going to affect me emotionally any i've been in a relationship for so long at this point that like right you can bring all the people you want to i was literally a kid when i dated those people so it doesn't matter to me right. now because i'm old so i don't right. care about them anymore um and just the last one that i had was um like imagine if all the 90s teen movies were in the shared universe like Cruel Intentions just celebrated its 20th anniversary and they're actually about to put it back in theaters which I'm excited about I have to go try to see that that. but like Cruel Intentions and there's a musical too I almost put this in my recap but I stuck it in this segment but like Cruel Intentions and like 10 Things I Hate About You Mm -hmm. and She's She's All all That and all of those movies just put them in a shared universe I would live there me and Ryan and Phillippe would be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you paused for a second. I was like, "What y'all gonna do? What you doing?" I <laughs> again. This is a family friendly podcast. Me and Ryan Philippi. Ooh, me and Ryan Philippi was now back, was around in those movies back then too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to live there too. Right. Now that I think about All him being people. there. Mm-hmm. Rough. 
Phillips. And on that note, <laughs> he's still fine. He is. Yeah. He so is. Mm. So is. Um, and his show Shooter is actually. Are we? T- we're still talking about Ryan Phillippe. We his are. show Shooter is actually pretty amazing. If it you is. haven't seen it, yeah. Um, one of my mm. favorite shows on TV right now. Um, I think they're on hiatus. I don't know if they've started their next season or if they've been renewed, but um, such a great show. I don't like, know if he, it's been renewed or not, too. I feel role, like I heard honest. something about it being renewed, but I have to double check on that. Gotcha. Mm. Um, they keep canceling everything, so I keep thinking that everything's being canceled um, since Thrones is about to go off and Into the Badlands is about to go off and all the other things that have been <sighs> canceled that I'm salty about still. Uh... <sighs> the sadness the sadness of it all yeah i've got a right. couple more um one of the ones that i wanted to be in of course is the potterverse the harry potter universe mm-hmm. but that sounds like fun i cannot be a muggle because if you are a muggle it's just like living in our universe basically yeah, i mean yes yeah i mean because if you're if you're not you know at hogwarts and you're not with harry potter and hanging out with them and doing all the cool things stuff like that then you're just a regular this person is true, yes so this is true, yes. if i'm going to be in that universe I, I i just can't be born a muggle that's it yeah no that's my only stipulation. if anybody cares both me and tire ravenclaws yeah so anybody i definitely want to be there um get sorted into my proper house correct and just hang out like i'm trying to learn all the spells and do all the things and stuff like that. I mean, the Harry Potter universe just seems so fun. Like I used to literally dream and fantasize about that all the time as a kid when I was reading the books. Like I would just imagine myself, especially when I would have, you know, different things going on, not to kind of get like, you know, a down or anything like that, but I, you know, you're feeling sad, you're feeling down, things are going on as a kid. Like that was one of the universes that I would picture myself in to cheer myself up. So mm-hmm. I would totally, totally love to be a part of that universe because it just seems it just seems super fun or whatever. And yeah, I mean, it again, it's one I've connected to. I've actually been thinking um, a couple of years ago, I interviewed this lady that has a uh, gosh, what's the name of it? I think it's called the New World Magishola or something like that. And so basically mm-hmm. it's a role playing it's like a, a live action role playing, you know, game that she hosts throughout a weekend. And so you're mm-hmm. able to go there and be a wizard and attend wizard school for an entire weekend. And, you know, we did like a profile on them and stuff like that. I had done it for a website that I used to freelance for. And she invited me to come up one weekend whenever I wanted to. I couldn't make it the weekends that they were doing it, but I've still seriously been considering it. Like I would love to go and just do an entire role playing weekend. Mm-hmm at a I've place like that marketing. or whatever like she has it at this really big old university and stuff up in um i think it's nice. in richmond or somewhere like that so it has that hogwarts field and you take classes mm-hmm. and you learn potions and you know you you know you get separated into like different houses and stuff like that so i mean it's it's nice. as close to mimicking the harry potter universe that you can get without them like getting sued so I have actually um, never done LARPing, but it sounds like so much fun. Like me and a group of friends of mine used to play like pen and papers, like D&D and stuff like that. But I've never mm-hmm. actually done like the being there and in it thing. Sounds like so much fun. I'd totally be down with it. It does. So I really want to do that because I think that's probably, I mean, of course, that's probably as close as I'll get to ever being in the universe. But that would be a fun weekend to be able to go and hang out and, you know, and just you drop your old identity and everything. And you get to, you know, like you said, you get to LARP all weekend, you know, and then role play and be somebody completely different and create this new identity and stuff. So, yeah, the Mm -hmm. Potterverse is definitely one that I want to be in. Like it's one of my, it's one of my top ones or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Pretty much any like geek nerd vertical type universe, like Star Trek. Why not? Like I'm trying to go boldly 
into space and all this stuff like that. Especially, I'd want to be a part of like the OG crew so that way I can hang out just, with like Uhura and stuff like that. Yeah. Just you can't be a red shirt because you know Don't want to be a red No, I can't be no red shirt because then if I go out there, <laughs> y'all going to kill me. So give me another color. Don't try to play me. And I want to be a part of I want to be a part of the crew with you know chill either that or I could be I could I could hang out with the next generation folks, um, mm-hmm. you know I like Discovery but of course Discovery doesn't fall into the old school parameter but if we weren't using that parameter I, I want to be a right. part of the Discovery crew because they seem like they're pretty cool. Um, I would love to be, which is the one with Captain Janeway because I would love to be like under a woman that controls the entire ship. Um, which one is that? Wait a minute, what'd you say the name was? Captain okay. Janeway. Uh, I can't remember which one it is. I could ask, I could yell and ask my mom if she would know. It was Voyager. Okay, that's yeah. the one I want to be in. I had to think. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Janeway, Janeway. Voyager, yeah. That'd be cool, like too. Those, I love, I love that season. Um, well, that uh, franchise um, would be dope. Um because Captain Janeway is badass. Mm-hmm. I can't say that on this podcast. I'm going to say it anyway. But I would love to be, you know, on a ship where there's a woman in charge. Because um, we run the world. Don't know if you knew that, but we do. Absolutely. Yep. So Star Trek universe for me. Um, the Buffyverse. I like to be there. I'm trying to, you know, slay some. Number one, I mean, they could use some more, you know, people of color there. Because where was everybody except for Kendra? honestly so right put some put some more folks in there like me because i'm trying to like you know i'm trying to slay some vampires and stuff like that and you know do some things like i'd love to be a part of any type of universe like that there's a new show that's coming out now on netflix and the first thing i noticed like i'm all hype i'm like oh yeah monsters and magic and secret orders and all that stuff and i look and there's like no people of color in the trailer like put Mm -hmm. me in any universe like that because i'm trying to i'm trying to get in there and do that stuff too like i think it would just be i'm still waiting to get like a really good solid you know universe like that that's primarily people of color doing awesome and dope things like magic or like a magical girl universe or something like that like i really love to do something like that i love to be a part of that type of universe wouldn't we all like you give me magic and i'm going to go a little ham like exactly doing some very ridiculous things Yep. And then I think my last one, because um, of course there could be so many, is the Sesame Street universe, because I think it's so cute. It's happy. It's peaceful for mm-hmm. the most part. I could hang out with adorable Muppets and I yes. could see Big Bird because I love Big Bird. And we could sing songs about kindness and loving people. And I could talk about the, the letter of the day and the number of the day. And we could count and do all of those wonderful and awesome things because I am a big kid at heart and I don't want to grow up. Which again explains, goes back to what I said before about not wanting to, about wanting to be in the Simpsons universe, but only if I could be a kid. Right. Yeah. Because who wants to grow up? Adulthood is a trap. It is. It it sucks for the most part because you think you're going to grow up and get to do what you want to do, but then you have to do everything you Mm -hmm. have to do. And by the time you do Mm -hmm, stuff you mm -hmm. have to do, then you can't do what you want to do. Because you're tired. Exactly. (laughs) Over it. Which is exactly why we want to escape and go into these universes. (laughs) Pretty much, because I am over adulthood. Like, let me just let me just go live in the world of Avatar: The Last Airbender, and I'll be playing with rocks and things, and I'll be content. This this world, this world right here, trash. <laughs> like, 
Exactly. Throw the whole thing. Throw the whole thing away. So let us know on Twitter using the hashtag Nostalgia Mix Pod, which TV and movie universes you want to be a part of. The caveat is they have to fall within the parameters of our podcast. So it's got to be 80s, 90s, and 2000s. What are some universes that we didn't name that you guys would want to be a part of and why? Mm -hmm. What characters would you want to be? What crew would you want to hang out with? What do you want to do? What shenanigans are you trying to get into? Do you have a specific plan like Christina does? Or do you just Mm -hmm. want to be a social misfit like me? Let us know. Use the hashtag and we will chat with you about it and probably laugh at all of the fun and wonderful things that you guys will come up with. That's hilarious. <laughs> you got a plan. I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing. It's kind of like I real mean, life. I think you got to think maybe you got a plan in real life and I'm just kind of hanging out. <laughs> not really. I don't have a plan. I'm just kind of winging it. Winging it, winging. It. I shouldn't be winging it, guys. I'm like responsible for humans and everything like that. But I am. It. Like yeah. we're adults with responsibilities and things, and we just kind of. This is the thing that you learn when you like are in your thirties. Nobody really knows what they're doing. Nobody yeah. really has it figured out. They're just kind of doing stuff and hoping they don't like accidentally die. <laughs> exactly. Well, that is it for us today, guys. So again, make sure you. Listen to the podcast, share it with others, communicate, chat with us on Twitter. We've got awesome things that we want to do as the season progresses, as the year progresses. But the only way we could do that is if we have more people tuning in and listening and we're getting more of that interaction and stuff like that on social media. So please tell a friend, um, make sure that you rate and review our podcast. That is super, super important for so many reasons, because if people are going out and they're looking for a nostalgia based podcast, we want to make sure that we're coming up high in the ranks. So that way you could get a diverse perspective on what it means to look at things through a nostalgic lens. So take care and we will see you guys next time. Indeed. Y'all have a great week. Bye. Bye.